Today, I talk to Bobby Stilton. Bobby works as the managing director of the Shared Value Initiative, where she leads a global community of leaders, and they together find business solutions for societal challenges and work to build smarter models to address the changing needs of our communities, the environment, and business. Enjoy the interview. Welcome to the Exponential Organization Podcast. I'm your host, Lance Pepler. The purpose of this podcast is to bring you thought leaders from around the world, giving input into how you and your organization can grow exponentially. This show is sponsored by Deerstorm, a leading exponential growth consultancy. They can provide services ranging from an hour advisory call with a network of over 6,500 consultants worldwide through to the 10-week EXO Sprint. So visit www.ideastorm.co.za to find out more. Today, our guest is Bobby Stilton. Bobby works for FSG and has over three decades of business experience as an early adopter of the idea of shared value, which we're going to speak to her about today. As the managing director of the Shared Value Initiative, Bobby leads a global community of leaders who find business solutions for societal challenges and work to build smarter models to address the changing needs of our communities, the environment, and business. I start off by asking Bobby where she's, where I'm speaking to her from, and the horrible fires that are taking place in America at the moment. Hi, Lance. Thanks so much for having me here today. Well, today I am at home in the San Francisco Bay Area in Northern California. I live not too far from Stanford University. Yes, it is a very strange time, and I understand that we um, have significantly more fires than we did last August, and we have about another couple of months before the rains come. So we all have our fingers crossed that um, wow. the fires don't get worse. I then asked Bobby what Shared Value was and what the Shared Value Initiative, the organization that she heads up, does. So Shared Value is a concept that was brought to life by Michael Porter and Mark Kramer. And Mike is a professor at Harvard Business School and probably best known for his work in the area of business strategy and competition. And then Mark Kramer is a senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and teaches courses on creating shared value. Interestingly, these two guys co-founded FSG, the not-for-profit social impact consulting firm that I work for. Mm. And uh, this was about 20 years ago. And then they went on to articulate the concept of shared value in their seminal HBR article, Creating Shared Value, in early 2011, so almost 10 years ago. Sure. And um, so, you know, when they created this idea, uh, they gave it the definition that shared value is about policies and practices that really enhance the competitiveness of a company, while at the same time, it's advancing the economic and social conditions in communities in which the business operates. So it's this mutual dependency that, um, that they are talking about. And in the last decade, since creating shared value was um, brought out to the world, now over 500 academic institutions teach one of the Harvard Business School case studies on shared value, um, Porter's video, he did a video of um, a TED talk on creating shared value and it has over 2 million views. So clearly people wow. are interested in this concept. 
Yeah, so it's really great to see. And, um, and uh, I think this notion of mutual dependency is one that is playing out right in front of us right now with the impact of COVID-19 mm-hmm. and its impact particularly on communities of color, that this mutual dependency is, is bearing out that when society is not healthy, business does not have a healthy environment in which to thrive. And it's mm. a mutual dependency of success that we need to make sure that business is investing in the success of the people in communities so that the community can also be committed to helping business be successful. So we're in it together is, is a, a core concept of shared value. Fantastic. For the init- yeah, for the initiative, <laughs> um, just a brief, a brief, uh, uh, overview of that. We, we are a global platform for leaders who are seeking business solutions to address societal challenges. And we think about ourselves as a community, a community where shared value leaders can come together to connect, learn, and really advance the practice of shared value so we can improve our impact on helping to make a positive impact on the world. Mm. Next, I asked Bobby about shared value and how, in my mind, it seems that companies always, you know, looking for the profit motive and, you know, shareholder returns. And now this seems almost counterintuitive. So I was kind of asking Bobby, what is the value of shared value to an organization? Well, in terms of the way that we think about shared value, and shared value is I think one of many things companies can do to have positive impact on society, it's certainly not the only thing. But the thinking here is that the way shared value works, unlike say philanthropy, which is a very good thing for companies to do. And I used to run a a corporate um, philanthropic organization, so I see the value in that. But the challenge with something like corporate philanthropy, it's hard to scale because there's only a finite amount of funds. Whereas if you use shared value, you're really levering the core business. So you're levering the business operations. And there, the growth can be significant if you are able to figure out a way to use your business to benefit society. The other thing that's interesting about shared value is that it can take advantage of the company's ability to innovate and use that innovation engine to help create solutions that benefit society and benefit the business. So uh, an example um, is there's a company called Anel Energy Group um, based out of Italy and they're a uh, energy organization that actually started as a public utility. And one of their divisions was practicing shared value, it was called Anel Green Power. And they figured out how to make renewables make sense for their overall um, business financial commitments. And mm. they did such a great job. And also the marketplace was driving down the cost of renewables. But the CEO of that division is now the CEO of the entire company. And they have committed to being um, carbon you know, net neutral by 2050 and are decommissioning all of their fossil fuel related practices and moving toward renewable energy. So they're doing something good for their business, 
while they're also benefiting the environment. And that's the philosophy behind shared value is how do you create those solutions that um, allow the business to continue to invest in these practices that improve society and they can do so because it also has benefit to business. Mm -hmm. The Shared Value Initiative is a global organization. And I wanted to ask Bobby how it was set up and, and operated around the world. Yeah, so that's a, that's a great question, Lance. And, and um, there are shared value uh, programs, projects, initiatives. Uh, there's one in Australia, the Shared Australia. Value Project Australia. There's the Shared Value Project Hong Kong. Um, there's the Shared Value Initiative India, and then there's the Shared Value Africa Initiative. So we have four partners around the world, and we have decided to kind of coin ourselves as the global network, mm. the Shared Value Global Network, because we felt that we are stronger together than um, individually doing our good work and kind of occasionally connecting with one another. So we meet every other month as a team and we share uh, research, uh, new reports. We just had a meeting last week. Um, we try to promote each other's work. Uh, I, I attended, I think this is how you found me, was uh, uh, Tiki's, um, yeah. Tiki Bernard's Shared Value Africa Initiative Summit. And uh, I have invited Tiki to speak at an upcoming event that we're having. Okay. So we are all trying to build a global movement for shared value. And we feel strongly that working together is a more powerful way. And also to try to share the practice of shared value more consistently around the world. So, so that there is a... Um, perspective on shared value and that as shared value leaders uh, we regularly get together and debate and talk about uh, these issues and try to work together to advance the movement. We are a membership organization so companies um, can become members but we also have a broader uh, corporate community where any company could come to our events and mm. participate in uh, any of the open forums that we have. So uh, we, we uh, do, though, appreciate our members because they help to support our staff and support our work. Um, Discovery is a very fascinating organization and one that I call a shared value native or born shared value, where um, many companies are companies that were operating in one way and then decided to transition to shared value. So they're mm. more in the transition or transformation process. Whereas Discovery was actually built as a insurance company that was trying to drive better health outcomes so that people could live a healthier life yeah. while they provided them with a insurance product and they've been able to grow a nice global business. So they're a South African-based company, um, but they have taken this idea of vitality health to many other countries. And mm. for your listeners who don't know what Discovery does is that they use behavioral economics and science to understand motivation. And mm. they try to incentivize their customers to practice healthy behaviors, whether that's going to the gym, eating healthier foods, um, 
going to their uh, preventative care doctor visits and their premiums are associated with that. Mm. And it's a great use of data, science, and also just understanding people with the goal of creating a healthier society uh, through a, a, uh, I think a very smart business model. Adrian Gore, the CEO and founder of Discovery will be speaking at our summit, uh, or our speaker series, um, our virtual speaker series this October, and we're oh. really excited. And um, they recently joined our leadership council. So we have mm -hmm. five members of our leadership council, and we meet with them regularly, and they provide us with guidance. Um, we uh, talk about you know new and emerging ideas. We just recently had a meeting last week about uh, a new concept that we are going to be sharing with the world next month around measurement and it was really great just to be able to test the idea with this group of thought leaders in shared value. The shared value initiative was also involved in something called the fortune change the world list and I asked Bobby about this. Yeah so the fortune change the world list is something that every year our members and also just the broader corporate community is very excited to be on. Um, Fortune does a great job of um, their commitment to business and society. I think Alan Murray, the CEO of Fortune, has really um, made this an important part of, of his focus and agenda. And the Change the World list was created uh, five years ago, and it really recognizes companies that are um, levering their business to create positive societal impact. Mm -hmm. And every year, um, we get hundreds of applications okay. for the Change the World list, so companies submit their uh, efforts. And the role the Shared Value Initiative plays is that um, we, one, encourage companies to submit. So we do a part of the call for applications. And then the applications that come through the Shared Value Initiative through um, our website, we then analyze those submissions and make recommendations to Fortune. The Fortune mm -hmm. editorial staff, however, they do their own research for all of the submissions, and then they have the final say on who gets selected um, and who ends up on the list. Uh, we also help just to drive visibility once companies do get on the list. And in, I think most importantly, our role at the initiative is to work all year long helping to advance the practice of shared value with um, you know, the community at large so that the next year we hope there will be even more applications and more um, great stories of success with shared value. I asked Bobby about the other work that the Shared Value Initiative does. So the Shared Value Initiative, um, we, uh, I think, create this community for leaders to come together. So when we were able to gather in person, one of the big things that I think many companies look forward to every year was a big summit that we did, usually in the late spring um, somewhere on the East Coast. And so now we've moved to completely virtual gatherings. But the point of those gatherings are for people to engage in new ideas that um, leaders in this field are sharing. Uh, they're able to 
talk to and grow from each other. It's one of the, I think, one of the most important things with this community. You know, shared value, the practice of it, um, in principle, is similar for most companies, but the individual practice itself is unique because every company has unique assets. Every company has a unique geography in which they're operating in and shared value varies by industry. And so shared value leaders love coming together to share stories and progress and also um, the messiness of shared value and where they can run into challenges and how to problem solve with, with colleagues. Um, we also at the initiative love to showcase leadership and companies that are demonstrating leadership, um, bringing innovation, um, challenging the way things are done. And also we want leaders to help contribute to this movement overall. Uh, we do see shared value really having a lot of growth potential around the globe, but uh, particularly outside of the United States, there's a lot of interest in this movement. Um, one example of a, of a big success is, is one that we experimented with last year where uh, we developed this new tool called the Purpose Playbook. And I, you know, we wanted to build it for practitioners. And so we said, let's bring a group of practitioners in to actually kick the tires. So we brought in 16 organizations and they really helped us improve our thinking. But when we debriefed at the end of the two day, we had a two day long workshop in Washington, DC. One of the biggest things that the participants all said back to us is that one of the big benefits of just being here providing feedback on the playbook was actually being with each other and learning from each other. We launched the Purpose Playbook at the end of April. Mm. And one of the things that we didn't realize is that when we started to build the Purpose Playbook that we would be launching it in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And um, we actually waited a little bit because we weren't sure is this the right time to introduce this tool but what we found by the end of april companies were really starting to recognize this whole notion of mutual dependency mm. and the fact that they had an important role to play in society and so i think there's now even more interest in how business can play a role in improving societal outcomes. So we launched the playbook. Um, it's been downloaded thousands of times from our website. It, so this is definitely catching on. The feedback has been incredibly positive about um, how helpful the playbook is in just kind of decoding the how of shared value. Yeah. And um, we're just really excited about how the community is contributing. Um, the other thing that we're doing is we just kicked off uh, our first learning cohort. So this is a group of companies that are learning about the playbook together. It's a um, five to six month program that we're doing with this first group of companies. Uh, we're kicking off another uh, learning cohort at the end of October. And there's also interest in doing this in Latin America. So there are likely wow. to be a Latin America cohort. Um, the playbook. And what's, what's interesting, Lance, just as a little bit of a backstory, you know, when I started doing shared value back in 2006, all I had was 
a Porter and Kramer article that was written prior to creating shared value, <laughs> beginnings of the concept. And I literally read that article over and over and over again and used that as the beacon. Man, did I make a lot of mistakes and I learned a lot of things. And it was one of the reasons why when I joined FSG, the team there was already thinking about doing some type of how-to guide um, that I was really passionate about it because as a practitioner, I lived the hard reality of not having a guide to do this. So one of the things we like to do is to help companies navigate this work. Uh, there's plenty of work to do with shared value, but we want to make it at least a little bit easier by um, breaking down what it takes to, to drive a successful shared value program. I asked Bobby about the quick assessment and other different capabilities that are on the Shared Value Initiative website. Felt that, you know, when you come at a tool like the playbook that's mm. over 65 pages, that it could be a little overwhelming. And so we thought we could help the user better navigate the playbook and think about how to use it by having them take this 12 question questionnaire and then it'll give you a result and the result will say, well, based on how you answer these questions, here's how we think you could best use the playbook. We know how busy um, corporate leaders are in trying to do this work every day. So we really tried to get into the head of the user and said, yeah. how do we make this easier for the user so that they could really focus on the work? we would invite any of your listeners to sign up for the Resilience Reimagined speaker series. It is free mm -hmm. to the public mm -hmm. and just go to our website, sharedvalue.org and uh, go to the Resilience Reimagined section and click on the event that you're interested in learning about. Uh, the next one that is coming up is in uh, on September 9th, I believe. And I'm going to be moderating a conversation with Sanjan from uh, Conservation International. He's the CEO of that organization. And he will be in dialogue with Kathleen McLaughlin, the Chief Sustainability Officer of Walmart. And they're gonna be talking about work they've been doing for many years to create more sustainable supply chains. And it should be a really interesting conversation. So I'm looking forward to that. But please uh, join us for these uh, conversations uh, there of one hour in length. So hopefully that you can find that one hour mm -hmm. on your schedule to <laughs> hopefully get informed and inspired. And we, and we updated our website earlier this year. And we, we again, um, you know, the team is very focused on, on the people we are looking to serve directly in the community who are trying to practice this work and how do we make it easier for them to just access information and um, sign up for events. So hopefully that's working for folks. And I would just love to put a plug in. If anyone who is using the playbook has any feedback for us, please send it to comments at purposeplaybook.org. We hmm. are getting ready to start working on version 2.0 and we wanna reflect feedback from our community um, to improve the playbook and just now with you know the context in which we are are operating in in this COVID world um, with a world with greater emphasis and focus on racial equity and justice mm -hmm. 
um, how do we continue to evolve this tool so that it is um, relevant for the times in which we are operating in. So we mm -hmm. are going to be publishing an uh, updated version of that uh, next year with some new information and enhancements. So I've been speaking to Bobby Sultan, and I hope that our conversation has introduced you to the shared value concept and the shared value initiative in particular. We also spoke about the Purpose Playbook, which is an easy to understand guide to implementing purpose within an organization. I hope you, the listeners, found this as useful as I did. If you'd like to contact Bobby, then I will have all their details in the show notes. And you can contact me, Lance Pepler, by emailing lance at ideastorm.co.za or visiting www.ideastorm.co.za. So until next time, goodbye.